What's up, everybody? It is a special edition of the Canes Inside Podcast. Miami's got a new OC, so we had to bring out the big guns. Steve-O himself, 365 Canes Football. You've seen him on YouTube at 365 Canes Football. Got a Shannon Dawson breakdown coming now by the time you listen to this podcast. You've seen him on Twitter with all his play-by-play breakdowns. Podcasts all over the place. He's a celebrity in the Canes world. He's also the wide receivers coach for Raw 7-on-7. Training a bunch of dudes um, privately uh, on the intricacies of the wide receiver position. A craftsman. Uh, can't say enough about this dude. Steve, how you doing, my man? Big chilling. I, I appreciate the gas. <laughs> the gas me up, but I, I'm big chilling, man. Uh, just had a you know nice trip out to Vegas with the team. Uh, you know, back. Good to be home though. You know, back in some warm weather. You know. I, I didn't know Vegas was cold. I was like, it's a desert. How cold can it get? And uh, I found out quick that uh, it's pretty cold over there. Yeah, man. It's desert's cold, man. I booked a trip to Arizona with my wife over December. We got the forecast and we're like, hell no. We canceled all that, moved to, went to Hawaii, went to Maui, and, uh, you know, had to get my tan right for the podcast. I already lost it, though. So, you know, maybe we, we go back out there. But, uh, but yeah, man. So, obviously, Raw, we talked, we had Duasawan. We know about some of the players on the roster. Anybody impress you with their performance out there or their performance against you guys? Uh, we're so loaded, bro. I, I know, you know, that I don't even know where to start. I mean, I was, you know, our, our OC, Coach Tommy Shuler, the you know coach at Miami Central, he couldn't make it. Uh, he had some family matters, so I, I had to step up as OC this past weekend. Uh, it was it was so easy, bro. I, I, I just didn't want to make it more complicated than it needed to be. Um, because we have KJ Duff, you know, six five receiver, then hybrid. You know, he's going to be one of those new things. You know, that's the new trend. Uh, he's up there in New York. He's a monster. Like, I mean, I'm telling you right now, he's a monster. Um, I was super excited uh, that we got him. And usually, guys with that type of length, like you know, they have they have issues getting in and out of their breaks. Not KJ. That that's a great trait to have. But honestly, you have guys like that six five that maybe can't sink and explode out of breaks. You, you might think of, you know, that Kobe Young couldn't really show us that this year because he's still working on that. So, so to see KJ still have that type, you know, have that type of stuff at his size was awesome. Uh, Brandon Winton, you know, the, the receiver, he's out of Tennessee. He was at IMG. He's back home. Uh, he, I ain't going to spill it, but he might be coming to a South Florida school, one known for a lot of state championships. So uh, I'm not going to spill that. But Winton, uh, I mean, bro, he's he's probably one of the best route. He's probably the best route runner of the team. So that makes him one of the best route runners in the nation uh, just because of the profile of our team. Uh, keep an eye on him. I mean, Miami, they, they've been on and off with him. Uh, I think they're, they're starting to pick it back up a little bit. Uh, he, he's a stud. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I honestly didn't know his tape that well. And when I seen him at the tryouts and I seen, I've been seeing him, you know, over the course of like, bro, he, he's cooking. The, the releases are insane. The, you know, the route running is insane. Uh, he, he's definitely got, he scored three touchdowns for me. Yeah. I, I circled this. He's crazy. Our, our, our quarterback's Julie insane. Five-star quarterback, you know, obviously he's committed to Alabama right now. We're still pushing, but you know, he, his dad was scouting out the team we were playing next. And he comes up to me. He's like, bro, that corner over there is a weak link. First play, Brandon, stop and go, touchdown. Like, <laughs> it, was, it, it was it was, awesome, man. And, uh, you know, you obviously, you know, do also talked about Nation Montgomery 2025. Yeah, Miami needs to make sure that the, that the Georgias of the world and Alabamas of the world who are already starting to poke their heads in, you know, stay the hell away. 
you know, it, it, it was awesome, man. You got a lot of young guys, you know, defense. It, it, oof. I, I can go on forever, bro. Our whole team balled. Like, we, they're ballers, bro. If you want to look good when you show up to the light, Go to Caneswear.com or Caneswear Brick and Mortar Store in Davie. They got all kinds of Canes baseball gear. Honestly, it's probably their best collection of gear is the Canes baseball stuff. They got multiple jerseys, all kinds of designs with the old English logo. They got a Miami Maniac cap, all sorts of different apparel between caps, jerseys, T-shirts, you name it, decals. Uh, with the old English logo, they got it at Caneswear. So load up. Season's just starting. You know, you're going to be there Friday, Saturday, Sunday, any three different outfits. Go to Caneswear.com or go to the store down in Davie, the spot where Miami fans shop. All right, we are going to be talking Shannon Dawson, Miami's newest office coordinator. First, if you haven't done so already, Underdog Fantasy, get $100 for signing up using promo code CIS. Play, no strings attached. Sign up, use the promo code, play right away. I know football's done, but you got basketball rolling, NHL, MLB's about to get rolling, UFC, boxing, you name it. Over-unders, daily fantasy, all kinds of ways to play at Underdog Fantasy, promo code CIS. All right, so I know you're going to break down Shannon Dawson on 365 Canes Football YouTube, but give us a little preview of some of the things that you've seen with Miami's offensive coordinator. Um, you know, So just quick some stats before you jump into it. Uh, 13th in scoring this year, 36 points per game. 19th last year, about 35 points per game. You saw uh, Clayton Toon, his his quarterback. One thing that caught my eye is talk about developing quarterbacks. This dude was 15 touchdowns, 10 picks, 30 touchdowns, 10 picks. Now 40 touchdowns, 10 picks as a senior. Like that aspect of the development. Obviously, Coach Geno Smith at West Virginia. Um, Nick Mullins at Southern Miss, so quarterback developer. But from the aspect of the offense and the scheme, what are some of the things you see when you break them down? Um, yeah, I, I'm going to just say his quarterback's still trash. But, you know, he made him as good as he could possibly make him. But uh, it, I, it, it, for Kane's family, like, it's very similar to Rhett Lashley's offense when it comes to pacing. It's a get up and go. It's not a, you know, check with me type thing that you heard all you see all the time with Coach Gaddis. So it, it, it's a whole different ball game. Um, it, it really is like you get back, you get back to that speed, you get back to, you know, getting up to that line, but it's a lot of the inside zones. So get ready for that again, Kane's family. Uh, I think, you know, they might, he runs counter. So that's a, probably a different thing as well, but it's going to be a lot of inside zone zone reads. Uh, the quarterback, he's a little bit mobile. He actually got a lot of like good touchdowns when it comes to misdirection for the QB power, the QB draws to get guys in front. Uh, so that was a good thing that he did a lot. But um, really, when you're looking at him, we're, we're getting him for the air raid passing concepts, right? That's what we really care about. We can we can make a running game happen with the O-line that we expect to bring here. Already brought two five-stars in his first class, so that should ha- handle itself. But when it comes to the, the spacing, he actually knows how to scheme up your guy. Like, everybody in their mama is trying to double-cover Tank Dell. Like, I'm going to show – I'm going to have a section in the review where it goes – Literally, they bracket Tank Dell, and he still gets the ball and scores. And it's just because that's how good he is for scheming. He he runs a lot, a lot of rub routes. If you play man against him, it's automatically dead. Like you, you're going to be in trouble. And you could you could double Tank, and he'll still get it in man. So it's very creative, very fast paced. Uh, one thing that uh that really impressed me about him is the ability for the quarterback to have 
I'd always have a, you know, an option. Sometimes Rhett Lashley, you know, we, we had times where TBD couldn't check the ball down. There was really nowhere for him to go with it. This offense, there's always an option. So it's literally just read it, read it, read it, get the ball out of your hands. If you have to eat it, just throw the ball away. It's that type of offense. Now you mentioned air raid pass, passing concepts. And before I even get into that, I remember your breakdown of Josh Gaddis. Or I don't know if this was all what you put out or what you just told me, but I remember when we got Josh Gaddis, you were saying you weren't liking you know, some of his route concepts. Just, you know, you were straight up at the time. This was before anything happened, before even spring. Um, so how would you compare the route concepts? And, and what do you mean by air raid passing concepts to those who might not be familiar? Yeah, so, you know, Coach Josh Gaddis, he runs more of a pro spread. Uh, which there's no issue with it. You see Georgia just won a national championship with it, but you have to have the personnel to run it. So it's more slow developing. So the main thing with the air raid passing concepts is that you're taught as a quarterback, one, 1,000, two, 1,003, that ball needs to be out. That's the, that's the clock in your head for a pro style, which Canes fans could, you know, we saw quarterbacks holding the ball and you're like, damn, why is he not getting rid of the ball? Because those concepts are taking a lot of time to develop. We have Colby Young and Michael Redding running 25-yard crossers, and they're not speedsters. It's not going to work. You know what I'm saying? It, it, uh, it, it's not going to work. So that, that my thing is um, the main difference is timing, you know, getting the ball out of your hands quicker, and just pro spread is super vanilla. It's going to be, okay, like, hey, I'm going to run this speed out to get the outside linebacker to jump on it. And then my outside receiver will run a post curl. So he sits in that window. Theoretically, it's going to work. It's all that. But it's just not sexy. It's not really made to make explosive plays if you don't have the time to sit there and dial up shots. Like, it's not going to work. Like, especially with our offense that we had, you know, this past year, you saw, hey, there's so much times you could point out, hey, this guy was open. This guy was open. But if you have to hold that ball for four-plus counts, it's just not going to work for us here. You got to get that ball out quick. And we have a concept. It's a a famous air raid concept, Y shallow, where, you know, you have two-by-two set. So you have your four wide, and one guy's – your Y is usually running the drag right across, and then your other slot's running the dig. Why you do that is because if linebackers step up on the drag, which is what they do, then you have, a, you know, you have your guy coming around on the second level on the dig, which is a second to third window throw. So what that means is you're not throwing it to him until he passes that mic or he passes that outside linebacker, which means he'll have all the space in the world because the rest of the concept, you have that post going on top of the dig. So if the safety jumps on the dig and the linebackers jumped on the, you know, the drag, that means you have that post one-on-one, and that's automatically what you tell your quarterback to throw. This is the offense that hunts the one-on-one matchups. Rhett Lashley hunted one-on-one matchups. Unfortunately, at that time, we had receivers that weren't winning them consistently enough, but this is an offense that hunts one-on-one matchups. So air raid passing concepts are all about, you know, speed, getting somebody to see what's in front of them and bite on it, and then throwing something over the top of their head. Now you talked about the running game. We talked a little bit offline about the running game. You know, Mario signed – four guys that were over 330. So obviously that tells me he wants to do continue to run gap scheme and power um, as part of what Miami does. Why else would you bring those guys? And just for you know those listening, you know, gap scheme meaning p- pushing guys out of gaps with just superior personnel and power as opposed to, you know, zone where, you know, you're sticking to guys basically and instead of, you know, clawing up open a hole. Um, from what you saw with Houston, do you see – 
gap scheme runs? Do you see power? Is that something that could be part of this offense, considering the personnel that and the what Mario generally likes to do? Yeah, so his offensive line definitely was a zone blocking O line, just like you know Lashley. Uh, when you go at that pace, sometimes you keep it more simple. Uh, zone block right is literally all the linemen stepping to the right, and then what that does is if the running back presses this hole, his cutback lane is this way. But you saw Knight and you saw Cam Harris, you know, you saw all everybody, you know, you press that hole and then you have your cut back here, if anything. Uh, so I think we'll definitely have some of those elements. But as Mario continues to to build our O-line, you, you'll, you'll see the gap. You have to just because they're maulers. That's what they're going to do. And he does. He has shown on tape in all of his stops. He has the ability to run counter and. If he runs that in practice, it's a touchdown automatically. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, if he, he comes to UM and he runs a counter in practice, it's, it's going 99 yards just off the history of how we defend counters. So I think uh, that's that's going to be a good thing. I think, you know, we might zone block, but when it comes to counter plays or, you know, he might do a lot of wham blocking with tight ends, especially if Khalil Brantley's just going to keep exploding guys. Uh, you'll see stuff like that. But until, until the O-line is set, you know, maybe 2024, you'll, you might see a little bit more of an easier blocking scheme uh, for this offense, just because we might be starting two freshmen, right? You know, two freshman tackles, you know. In terms of personnel groupings, is that, is there a lot of variability there? Is he stick to certain personnel groupings or how do you see the personnel groupings throughout a game? Yeah, uh, I think the receivers will be very happy uh, because at the, the pace that you go at, you snapping it 90 times a game. You know, starters are getting, you know, 50 to 60 reps. So, you know, there's a lot of balls to go around. Uh, there was like four or five receivers. Obviously, Tank Dell's a star. You know, he was the he was their main guy. So, he had, you know, he had a bunch of targets and catches and touchdowns. He had 17 touchdowns, like 1,300 yards or something like that. Uh, but then you start looking at, okay, who's the next guy? And then you start seeing 500 yards, 600 yards, 500 yards, 400 yards, 300 yards. The freshman – you know, just played four games and redshirt and still had 200-something yards, a couple touchdowns. Like, that's the way the ball moves. Like, it's, it's definitely a lot of personnel movement, uh, but he, he knows how to scheme a guy open. Like, that's that's the main thing. I feel like when you when you switch and you substitute, you know, you can't run the same scheme for Tank Dell as you run for another guy who's not Tank Dell. You know what I'm saying? They have their own strengths and stuff. So that's one thing that you really, you really see with him, that when he does rotate, he has a plan for who's coming in. It's not that just we're running the same thing because every player is different. And we're talking about 11 personnel, meaning one tight end, one running back, three receivers, or does he switch that up? Or how, how's that breakdown? Yeah, so he, his base is, you know, he's he's in a lot of five wide scenarios. Like, I'm just keeping it a bit buck. He's in a lot of wide, five wides, but his base is that 11 personnel that you see with Lashley, that you saw with Lashley, you know, where he has the ability to flex out his tight end um, into the slot for that big slot matchup. You know, one thing I thought was interesting reading up on him is he's the guy, when he was at Southern Miss, he was the first guy on Stetson Bennett, tried to get Stetson Bennett an offer. His head coach didn't offer. Stetson Bennett ended up walking on to Georgia. He was at Kentucky. He identified Mac Jones, had him committed. Obviously, he got fired, and Mac Jones went to Alabama. So the guy seems to have a certain type of quarterback, and he mentioned he's all about accuracy. You know, accuracy is his main thing. Now, that got me thinking, you got a backup quarterback who's one snap away from playing in Jakari Brown who brings a lot to the table, I'm a big fan of, but you know, accuracy at this stage of the game is not going to be necessarily his thing. You mentioned earlier that there was some running going on with the quarterback. Is that something – how do you see – let's say TVD goes down. 
do you see a, a path for someone like Jakari Brown to to have a role in this offense? Oh, facts. I mean, to be honest with you, uh, he might even have a role in it with TBD, you know, being perfectly fine. I mean, you you already burned his red shirt, uh, so you could potentially red shirt him this year. But there ain't no red shirt and guys that can help you win on Saturday. I'm just being real. We get in the red zone. You know, he, a couple of those QB draws that he has, he runs a lot of screens to make up for, you know, some of the inadequacies, I should guess, on O-line. Uh, so it's based on the extension of the running game. So he, off a lot of those screens and quick things, like he'll get tanked down orbit motion, which means he goes behind the formation. And then usually everybody thinks you're just going to turn around, throw it to him like a swing. And then you give that motion, but then you have two pooling linemen coming this way. And now it's a QB power with a convoy with a quarterback like Jakari. That, that, that might be a tough matchup for a defense, especially if they start flowing the opposite way. So I think he'll for sure uh, get some burn, even if TBD doesn't go down or, you know, he's upright all year. I just don't see them not using Jakari, especially when you're you're looking for playmakers. And I think everybody in the building views him as a playmaker. All right, now TVD, the 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 star of the show. How do you see him fitting into this offense? Having seen him with Lashley and then seen him with Gaddis. Oh, it's about to be a movie, family. Like I'm not going to say you know what players I talk to and what they say, but everybody's super excited. I mean, we know what TVD is. I mean, I was worried. Obviously, the conversation we had about Gaddis previously. You know, I was worried about some of the things that could happen with TBD if the O-line didn't hold up. And guess what happened? The O-line didn't hold up. And uh, I'm super excited for him to get out of it. And then just get his swagger back. Like, TBD is never going to be a loud guy screaming and yelling in people's face. But he carries himself. He has moxie. That's that's my favorite thing. And everybody wanted to anoint Jake as the guy with the swag and the moxie. I'm like, y'all just don't know, bro. TBD is on that. Like, you cannot beat him in a game of golf and walk away. Like, you better – you're going to have to run that back. Like, he's a true competitor, like, in every shape of the way and form of it. Uh, they're super excited. He's about to get the ball out of his hands quick. He wants to take a lot of deep shots. He loves throwing 50-50 balls. Honestly, if you look back at that 2021 season – there is not a person who puts a 50-50 ball as good as TVD out there, bro. Like, Rambo, there was some of those things that he barely had to work. He just had to, like, stand there, and that ball was coming right on time. Like, the FSU one, the Virginia I, – I can go on for days. He's probably one of the best 50-50 ball shoulder, uh, throwers because he has the arm strength to put it past the numbers, which most mostly lands on their outside shoulder. And as a defender – there's not much you can do if you have a quarterback who can consistently put it on the outside shoulder or high left back shoulder. It, it's super hard to defend. Yeah, and you saw Rambo. I mean, he didn't get drafted. You know, didn't really have any kind of success in the NFL as far as so far. Not to say he wasn't a very good player, but you know, it wasn't like we're talking about Randy Moss or Larry Fitzgerald on these one-on-one situations. I mean, these 50-50 balls, like you mentioned, they're probably more like 60-40 with the with the placement and the touch and the you know. He's not out there just chucking it. I mean, there's there's some finesse to what he's doing on top of having the power to get it out there. So one last thing for you, recruiting. You know, there's a lot being talked about the connection between Dawson and Jeremiah Smith. Jeremiah Smith related to Geno Smith. He saw Geno Smith on Twitter shouting out Shannon Dawson. That's his quarterback coach. But generally, you talk to receivers down here more than anybody between the training and what you do with Raw and just in general, you're, you're plugged into that world like nobody else. You were part of that world as a receiver. Receiver recruits, how do you think they're going to react? Now, I don't know if they, you know, they're not like internet fans out here reading all this stuff, but just knowing that somebody's coming in, that 
that had Tank Dell putting up numbers and they had the offense putting up numbers. How do you think they're going to react to this hire? Bro, they are already going crazy. They just talked about it because they were like, oh, wow. Like, because everybody's already told them that, hey, this whole year, Miami, this is the type of offense Mario wants to run. He doesn't want to run the narrative about Mario. It's all these kids are hearing, you know. So to see them, first off, everybody in South Florida knows who Tank Dell is. He's not from South Florida. He's from, you know, I believe like Lakeland area or Daytona. Daytona, Daytona, yep. Daytona. Everybody knows who Tank Dell is. He, he's literally the epitome of what a South Florida player is. You know, a speed guy in space. He has the the look, the teeth, the, the the bonks. You know, like everybody knows him. So when the word is that, yo, the OC from Houston, where everybody knows Tank plays at, was coming. Like, I'm telling you right now, like, they're buzzing. Like, the, the two receivers that we signed out of high school, Robbie Washington and Ray Ray Joseph, are going to be stars in this offense because he's more everybody wants that big outside guy which you need but his offenses have always been oriented on slots being the number one and that's the new modern thing like your inside guy is most likely going to be your number one Jalen Waddle and Tyreek do not play on the outside Debo Samuel does not play on the outside Justin Jefferson does not play on the outside like this is just the general direction offenses are going to because you're closer to the quarterback it's a lot easier to get the ball to you. It, it, it just is what it is now. And these offenses are set up where you can you can make God miss once and it's over. So they repeatedly give them the ball. That's why they get those insane amount of touches because it only takes them one time to make somebody miss and it's over. Um, yeah. So receivers are super excited about the offense. I'm just, you know, they, they do through for 4,000, like 500 yards. I mean, everybody wants a piece of that. I mean, it, it, it's just – it's it's nice. I think everybody's reacting to it. Everybody, a lot of kids just want to see it in the orange and green, but they're very aware of it because, you know, they follow Tank Dell. A lot of these kids watch the highlights and, you know, they try to emulate who they like and things like that. Uh, so a lot of the kids are actually very familiar with what's going on over there in Houston. Just like when we got De'Ara King, a lot of the kids knew who De'Ara King was. Yeah, and, that, and that's what impressed me is that Shan Dawson basically came in as coordinator after De'Ara King left. And they kept it rolling with the offense being productive. So, um, you know, excited to see what happens. Check it out, 365 Kings Football. Get that breakdown on YouTube after you watch this one. Subscribe to us. Subscribe to him. Uh, he get you on social media, 365 Kings Football. And, uh, you know, support Team Raw because big things are still happening. So, Steve, oh, man, hey. And what's, what's the, the training? What, what, where can they find you as far as if they got a kid that wants to get trained? Uh, you just got to hit me on social. I don't really have my own thing. Uh, as of yet, I just really be training uh, a lot of kids that I know, and then they'll just reach out to me. Uh, you know, they always reach out to me. I, I got my first time training some of our raw kids, but uh, usually if you, you go to a Gold Fee Global session, you'll still catch me out there. All right, man. Hey, listen, appreciate it. Uh, get back to what you're doing, and uh, looking forward to uh, watching the footballs fly starting spring. Oh, yeah, I can't wait. I, I'm going I'm to be there telling lies. I can't wait to see it. <laughs> I'm very excited for what this office is going to mean for Jacoby because that's who I'm banking on. Yeah, and you know what? I was going to ask you about him too. There's internal expectations. You know, talk about guys to watch in spring. He's one guy. There's, there's two receivers coming in the portal. So oh. springtime is his show to show what he can do and uh, show that he deserves a spot no matter who comes in. So looking forward to watching uh, watching him in spring in this offense. Yeah, there's, there's two receivers definitely are coming, and them boys better be ready to ride some pine or fight for that left side. <laughs> they better be ready because they're going to probably uh, 
bring two outsides and then let Brashard and, you know, X battle it out at slot. And whoever wins that battle, which I think I know who would win it, but, you know, I'll be a little biased there as well. And Ray Ray Joseph, too. I mean, don't sleep on him, you know, as far as that slot because he's, he's just as smart as Restrepo, but, you know, a little more dynamic. So that's going to be interesting. Yeah, I, there, there's no way we don't go 11, but if we went four wide, oh, my God, <laughs> it'd be stupid. But you have to use Arroyo. I mean, you have to use Brantley. You have to use Skinner. Uh, but Jesus, man, oof. if we didn't have the tight end room we have, shout out to Coach Fields because he's probably the only thing keeping this thing from going full air raid because if we, we didn't have that tight end room stocked like how he got us stocked, boy, oof. I, I'd imagine some things where you get Ray Ray on the side uh, and X or Bashard on the other side, it, it'd be magic. Right, and I heard Skinner, by the way, it's early, but I heard in workouts, you know, they got all the catapult and all that kind of GPS. I heard he had the fastest GPS of all the pass catchers. Skinner did, including wide receivers so far. So, you know, he can yeah, he can run. He can run now. So it's going to be fun. We've got plenty of lies to tell until spring, but now we got a little more ammunition. Um, and, uh, again, man, anytime, man. We'd love to have you, Steve-O. Always, always love getting you on the Canes this side, man. Anytime, family. Just let me know. Appreciate you guys having me. Go Canes. Go Canes.